Hi, my name is Haley Grove and welcome to Dear Dance. I'm a professional dancer living in New York City and I'm searching for balance in and out of the studio. I think experiencing your life and nurturing all your creative passions ultimately enhances a dance career. So I'm speaking to inspiring performers and industry professionals about their relationship with dance and their other passions outside of the performing arts world. I'm connecting with dancers who decorate cookies, develop their own film, build websites, make candles, teach fitness, write poetry, and people who are changing the fabric of our industry, all while dancing their butts off professionally. I'm on a mission to discover the keys to a long creative career. So let's take this journey together, advancing our dance careers, expanding our creativity, and experiencing all the joy this life has to offer. Hello everyone, happy Friday. I'm jumping in here again because uh, as you're probably used to, this is another old episode that I recorded back in the day. Uh, Not that far away, it was still this year. Um, But I just wanted to let you know to definitely check out Amar's social media because he's actually doing a performance this weekend in New York City. If you're here, it's uh, the weekend of November 11th. Um, So I just wanted to hype that up real quick. I'm going to try to go um, if tickets aren't already sold out, but it looks like it's going to be an amazing, amazing show. Um, And yeah, that's, that's all I have for this one. It's, it's a really fun episode and Amar is so talented and so fun and so cool. So let's get into it. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Dear Dance. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited for my guest today. I have Amar Smalls on the show. He is absolutely incredible. I super stalked his Instagram. Um, I saved a bunch of videos to share with you guys and just absolutely stunning. So let me get right into the bio. Um, Amar Smalls is from Brooklyn, New York, and he began his dance training at the Abrons Center. Abrams Art Center, Henry Street Settlement in New York City. Wow, I really practiced that, I swear, and I got nervous and I messed it up. Um, But in 2017, he graduated from LaGuardia High School, and he was also a scholarship and independent study student at the Ailey School. He has trained at uh, Harlem School of the Arts and Steps on Broadway, and he is now in his second season with Ailey 2 so cool like what alias iconic i'm like literally gagged um and so also at age 16 he started an art collective entitled brokeland where artists create music film and paintings which i am so excited to hear about and brokeland is in the comments so go check them out um if you are watching live definitely chat with us we can see all the comments we play some games so it's always fun to see what you guys are thinking chat with us we can share it on the screen let me get this up here see check it out check it out um so without further ado let's bring them on in and get some round of applause yeah <laughs> Hello, welcome. Yellow. Yeah, hello. <laughs> hello. I'm clearly obsessed with you, but now that we have successfully survived the craft, let's <laughs> killed it. Let's talk dance. I would love to know how you got into dance, where you started. Tell me the whole history of everything. Just casual, the whole rest of your life. Uh I was like nine or ten. 
and uh, my sister, my little sister was dancing. Mm -hmm. um, and I was kind of just like forced to like go and uh -huh. not dance, but I used to just go and like just be on my PSP and just play games, like do art, just like draw and stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, one day, Daniel Katnak, who was my first ballet teacher, he was like, yeah, bro, just try it, like see what's up with it. I was like, all right, cool. Um, so we got in there. I had basketball shorts on, tank top, not ideal for, for ballet, but I was like, oh, this is great. There's like a whole bunch of girls in here. There's like, <laughs> it's athletic, you know? And then eventually it just kind of like snowballed. And then I saw how I had a talent for it. And I was like, all right, this is fire. Like I need to continue to do this. And um, uh, after that, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you know, but just like, summer intensive just they just kind of happen and then mm -hmm. you just keep getting snowballed into a whole bunch of them and then that's kind of like how my training happened and uh, now I'm in Ailey which is great so cool so did you always start off like with a focus with ballet and modern and that or were you like were you like really super set on going down the concert dance path or have you like danced in all different styles throughout your training yeah. Um, I'm super, I'm a super belly boy. Like I uh -huh. don't put me in a, in a hip hop class. Like I'm really, <laughs> I'm pretty bad, but I, I feel like I could do hip hop, you know, low key. I don't yeah. know. But, um, yeah, it's I just had movement. a super belly background. Yeah. It's all movement. It's all the same thing. It's just not a bot ma, not a plie. <laughs> exactly. There's like a lot of like training, bending your knees. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Did you always think when you started when you started to get this passion for dance, did you think about it in the future sense of like, I want to do this professionally, I want to pursue it? Or was it just kind of like things just kept happening and you didn't really get to plan that out? Um, I never planned. I, even now, like I don't plan anything at all. I, I should. I've been advised that I should, but I feel like every time I didn't plan, something amazing happened every single time. Mm. And um, the universe just kind of did its thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would kind of just think about the bigger picture of where I want to be, and it's kind of happening. Like, it's just like, I don't want to say snowball again, but it's snowballing, yeah, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> and I feel like every time I do plan, then it's I get, like, expectations and things like that. I kind of just, like, let my talents um, speak for themselves and let it uh, push me in the right direction, you know? Mm -hmm. So I know you went to LaGuardia. What was that yeah. experience like? It's it's intense, right? Like you guys do a lot. And they're also really strict about like you can't do jobs outside. Like you really have to focus on your training. Is that from my yeah, understanding? Yeah, yeah. yeah, facts. Yo, LaGuardia was just like, it's going to sound so corny, but it's literally <laughs> high school musical, bro. Like it, it's yeah. so crazy. Like everybody has like their own talent. And it's kind of like, dang, I want to be better than this dude that's in my history class. At acting I want to be better than it's just so much talent there where it's just like overwhelming it's like what you know and um it pushes you to be like an amazing artist and try to like stand out like it forces you to stand out because if not then you'll drown in a school like that it's just like a hub of just like the greatest artists in New York yeah so at, from my understanding for LaGuardia like you're a dance major you're a music major is there like opportunity to blend because I know we're going to talk about this later but like 
you're not just a dancer. You do a ton of other artistic things. Were you able to kind of nurture that when you were younger or did you have to like super focus on dance? Um, Like in LaGuardia or just mm-hmm. in general? Yeah, um, I guess LaGuardia, like in your, in your journey with dance and like oh, while that yeah. was going on. Yeah, I mean, when I was younger while I was dancing, um, my, my dad was a musician. Well, he still is a musician. And I was kind of just like forced to like play drums and, and do other things like that. So I had other worlds happening at the same time as dance, which I think is why I didn't plan as well. Like I was just always exposed to mad art all the time. Like my uncle was was shooting films and uh, my dad was playing music, my mom was playing music. Everybody was just so like, my other uncles was like painting. And so I just kind of was forced to, to yeah. be a multi, uh, multi-talented artist. That's awesome. So after high school, and then how was the journey with even like getting to Ailey? What was that like? What was that process like? It's kind of random. Like (laughs) I was at um, American Ballet Theater for a little bit. And um, just one year I was just like, yo, like I just want to try something different because I did all ballet schools. I did San Francisco Ballet, mostly ABT in San Francisco Ballet, Uh I think. And like all Um, those intensives and like that whole world like just the summer intensives of ballet training is so intense I don't think people realize like that and then especially for the guys aren't you guys like you have to do like moving the bars you have to do like extra stuff also besides just training while you're there yeah 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 like uh San Francisco Ballet like taught me um which I feel like this should be obvious but it taught me that like you have to like take care of your body like like we had to lift weights every day we had to like stretch every I know that sounds not that crazy but we just had to do mad stuff like just work out every single day just so we were prepared enough to lift these girls and have the stamina to be on stage and getting to Ailey was kind of just like it was like this stigma at the time I was like I was like 17 I was about to graduate high school I remember someone saying that the black kids at Ailey don't have any ballet training or something like that I'm just like that doesn't make any sense like I've seen Ailey like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life yeah. You know, and um, I was just like, oh, I, I want to help prove people wrong that black people don't have technique because we definitely do. Like, you see a lot of dancers have a lot of technique. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I want to try to get into this school. And bam, definitely got in. I didn't expect to get in that first time, but got in. I was like, OK, this is fire. It just seemed like another LaGuardia where everybody was talented, just focusing dance this time. And like that pushed me to be even greater than that. And I was just like, this is sick. Like I need to stay within this because it seems like something that I would excel in. Yeah. Which I guess I was right. Yeah, totally. And I mean, just the learning, the rep and learning, like it's so, you're like, you're a part of history when you're when you're dancing these dances and like how how I I don't even know how to like comprehend that like what Mm. is it like to dance this rep and like to be on stage and to like make it into reality yeah I know that like at a young age you don't really like go through a lot of things so my first times doing revelations I was just kind of like I don't really feel it like that you know I don't really feel what all these all these legends on YouTube were saying they're just like yeah like we we feel the I don't know I just didn't feel anything and then I remember COVID happened and a couple of days ago we were doing revelations I'm like yo this is the first time where I like feel something going on while I'm dancing in general mm. and revelations was like the catalyst for that wow. and I don't know what it is about that piece but I just have goosebumps even just thinking about yeah, it like it, it's something it's magic I don't know it's it's yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's super weird. And like, it's not the most intricate. 
choreography. Like it's nothing is super duper like complicated about it. It's like purely feeling. Like we did a show in front of these college kids who I I'm pretty sure they didn't know anything about Alvin Alien. 100% sure and like they were writing a paper while while we were performing um and like we got to revelations and like these kids were like standing up clapping like I don't know what it is it's just like the reaction to it is like insane you know um yeah and there's something powerful to that it's just mm. something that's like unexplainable I don't know yeah no I mean that's I think that's just it's art and dance it's something so it's some it's something bigger than just steps and it's something bigger and I think yeah. hopefully the pandemic has kind of like shown that like how did people get through it they watched art they watched netflix they watched things and it's like Mm. we're like catalysts to share this with the world and help people feel things that they might not like take the Mm. time to feel but then they see art or they listen to music and they feel something that they might not let themselves feel it's just so special and so i mean you are in like one of the most iconic companies learning this rep and being a catalyst of like helping spread that throughout the world and that is just so cool so I'm I'm sure that that just like I can't even fathom like being a part of that legacy it's so awesome it's pretty tight I think especially now and I remember Miss Jameson saying something about it but especially now it's like when it's a time of like need like art is is needed you know like these people are gonna go crazy if they don't get something that is not like oh COVID-19 you know (laughs) Russia's bombing this oh (laughs) like this is just too much you know and they need somewhere to like go and escape which is also this this whole like thing that I've been going through where um, I've been talking to my coworkers and my friends and everybody and I'm just like I feel like concert dance needs to get some like just get some more light you know like yes a hundred percent I'm not saying commercial dance is taking over because it's not a takeover <laughs> thing it's just right. like I want to ask a kid in the projects what do you think dance is who do you know and dance you know most thing that they'll they'll say like oh snap Chris Brown when he did it back right or like a TikTok person like yeah yeah it does seem like there's this weird separation between commercial dance and concert dance and even like when you're going into the industry it feels like you have to make a choice like you have to go down one route or if you get an agent it's like commercial agent or you know I mean I feel like it's very rare to even be like a concert dance specialized agent like I've never heard of that being existent so it's but at the end of the day it's all art it's all movement and like there's there's so much that feeds into each other I mean like so many ballet companies that used to do just like strict ballet are now doing like more contemporary like Boston Ballet is doing like so much contemporary rap now and like I don't know it's like everything should be like evolving and coming together because they both have so much to offer and especially concert dance is just like so much to teach non-dancers as well and it's like sometimes it feels a bit like oh maybe non-dancers would think it's like a little like snooty highbrow but like it's not and it's so cool and like teaches so much about history and like Mm -hmm. world events and like I don't know I just I love it all I just love dance so (laughs) that's my (laughs) I'll get off my soapbox but yeah I'm I'm right there with you (laughs) no I yeah I think uh even things like your podcast like it's super important to have things like this where kids can learn about it you know because I know if I wasn't doing dance I would be on the streets probably I wouldn't be talking to you I'd probably be doing something that I shouldn't be doing, you know? And yeah. um, not saying that everybody has to be a dancer, but we just need like a bigger platform to just be like, just tell kids, just be like, yo, you don't have to do these things that, that your environment succumbs you to. Like, like, and, and they just need like somebody to just see, you mm-hmm. know, it can't only just be Misty Copeland. You know? Right. 
<laughs> like I, they need somebody where it's just like, wow, this person looks like me, talks like me, yeah. she talks like me, she, you know, yeah, they just need like a platform. Yeah. And I think people should just pay more attention to concert dance because it's definitely needed during this time. And uh, yeah, I didn't want to go on a rant. I love so. that. No, no, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, let's get into our first game because we could talk dance forever. But this game is really fun. Let me get my little... Would you rather? Would you rather? <laughs> so if you're watching live, definitely let us know what you would pick. Um, and if you're watching the replay, feel free to comment as well. Um, yes. And also I'll give a little plug right now. If you are watching, feel free to subscribe. I'd really love that. I'll subscribe back to you. Um, but yes. yeah, let's see. Okay, let's see what we got. Would you rather have all soft and fluffy textures feel like sandpaper when you touch them or mm. have to wear underwear that's always full of wet sand? Ooh. The first one. The first one. Sandpaper. Wet sand yeah. is just not it. Yeah. Yeah. I it's like, that too. Yeah. Wet sand shouldn't even exist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next one. Would you rather have a bottom for a face or feel dizzy every time you lie down? <laughs> Bro, that's literally me now. Um, <laughs> feel dizzy every single time because if you're like face was a butt, you'd smell yeah. bad. It would be really rough. And I think that means that like. <laughs> You have two butts and no face. Like yes. I don't think it means like, and a face yes. is so important. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? ha, ha, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's stuff. And like they didn't say that like you go you lie down and you can't fall asleep because you're dizzy. Like it's just like yeah, you just lie down. And then you're dizzy, it's okay. Okay, last one of these. <laughs> Would you rather have everything smell bad forever, or sleep in a cage of snakes every single night? Cage of snakes. Snakes are not bad. It could be garden snakes. Ooh, that was a that was a quick. Are you like yeah. a fan of reptiles? Is that like you're you're a Dude, friend had, to reptiles? Yeah, I had a snake when I was like five. His name was Jake. Wow. Jake the snake. Oh, Jake the snake. That's amazing. He's sick. He's sick. Oh my god, that's so cute. <laughs> okay, well. Now, I'd love to talk about your passions outside of dance. We've hinted at it a little bit, but mm -hmm. tell me all about Brooklyn. Tell me about everything that you're up to because you guys are up to some really cool stuff. Right. Uh, it's just like a collective. I have a tattoo. You probably can't <gasps> okay. see it. Okay. Uh, I love that. It's just a collective of artists. Just like the, the main goal is just to have like a million dudes making stuff and uh -huh. not having to pay people to um do what we want to do and and have people that really pay attention to detail uh just make cool stuff like i want like architects in brooklyn whatever that was a that was a Ooh, uh, speak it but, out into existence i'm here for it um, <laughs> but yeah it's just like dudes that do uh cool stuff and um right now it's just music um just like in-house producers in-house rappers singers put on our own shows things like that and so uh, cool yeah. So what is your, like, secondary platform? Not to say that it's, like, secondary to dance and that it's, like, lesser, but, like, what is your main focus in Brooklyn? Um, <laughs> I don't really know. I think just, like, making the, like, cool sounds, uh -huh. making cool music, just making, like, the hottest music that we possibly can and music that's very different from anything that uh, you've heard. Yeah. And do you do you play instruments or are you like singing and rapping? Like tell me everything yeah. about it. 
Um, self-taught piano, guitar, and like I'm not bad. Like I'm getting really good. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I can rap. I can sing a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and what? So, do you guys have an album that's coming out? Is that? I feel like I heard that. Is that coming out soon, or did it already come out? Yeah, we had a a first like compilation type album come out uh, December first, I think. And um, nice. that whole thing was produced by me. It was kind of just me talking to each member, being like, hey, yeah, I got some beats for you. Let's work this out together. And just me coming up with a concept of the album and everything. It was it was pretty sick. It was really hard to do without, like, a full team. Yeah, I was going to um, say, so you're, like, totally self-taught in this whole world, yes, but you're figuring yeah. it out, yet you don't like to plan. So that must be yeah. really hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> I just like, I have ideas and usually when I go to people that I know that can help those ideas be executed, like if I go to them, they're like, ah, oh, but this, but this, but this, it's usually a no and I'm just like, all right, I'll just do it myself. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. And it usually turns out well, it's yeah. just me <laughs> doing it. People just say no too much to each mm. other, you know, I think that that are life-changing don't happen because people are just too scared to do them. Which is probably the, the premise of Brokeland, you know? It's just, like, us just doing stuff that we think is cool that'll progress life, you know? Yeah, so, That's yeah. awesome. What kind of stuff... How do you... Well, I have two questions, I guess. Like, one, what is, like, your next project? Do you have something that you guys are working on now that's, like, coming together? And then my other question is, how do you balance your professional dance career with this collective and is it kind of like is it able to come with you while you're on the road and like what Mm. is that like balancing the two yeah um every single year that brokeland exists and every single year that i progress in my dance career it does get hard because scheduling is just like like you know how much you got to be in the studio and um it's weird i just feel like like hannah montana sometimes like (laughs) like we did those those sarah lawrence shows I was like outside just screaming, you know, and then I get back home and I have to do some ballet. Like it's like <laughs> weird. It's like a weird um, contradiction, but it's pretty cool. Uh, uh, Hannah Montana is like the perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Like I'm you're the real life. Words, like, you're real life Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you have like an alter ego, like a Sasha Fierce or a Hannah Montana? I think so. Or are you just like always Amar is like blend of and mutable and can do anything i think i'm pretty blendable yeah you don't have like an alternate personality like character that you used in performance i probably do i probably do i just don't know you just need to name it it yeah Yeah. i don't know the name yet (laughs) but yeah so cool it's hard to juggle yeah that that is really hard especially because like both are passions of yours but i feel like at least for me and from Honestly, everyone that I've talked to in this show, like having a passion outside of dance, you're kind of told a little bit like while you're training and it's so intense that you have to have blinders on to dance. Like I remember like being in high school and be like, I can't go to this party. I have ballet for three hours or like you're just so dedicated to dance. But then when you really take a step back and I think especially during the pandemic for me, like taking a forced break from dance really showed me how much my other passions actually enhance my dancing. And when I pursue the other things, I'm more relaxed and more myself in my dancing, 
which ultimately makes me a better dancer. So I just think it's so cool when people have these other passions that they really pursue. And it's clearly like you are an Ailey, like it, it's possible to like have other passions and to not just be like, I can only think about dance. Oh my God, plie tendu. Oh my God, yeah. contraction. You know, like I think that that's like yeah. such an important message to show and to live by. Like yeah. we are full humans. We experience the entire world outside of the studio. So like, yeah. who are we if dance goes away? We have to make yeah. sure that we know ourselves so that we can actually be true to our dancing so that's my dead talk but yeah <laughs> um yeah I, I think that's interesting because um throughout you like you said throughout your whole training like they tell you you can't be a human pretty much so when I got to Ailey and like they like saw my Instagram and stuff I was like afraid at first I was just like yo I'm so I'm saying so many bad words this is not <laughs> who I am in the building I don't think I don't know and um I kind of just talked to them they're just kind of like it's fine bro like yeah <laughs> like I appreciate that I appreciate that they let me be a human mm. um because I would go crazy if like I need some type of way to get feelings out and things because as a dancer you're putting on the image of the choreographer like you're it's not your feel like your feeling is on stage but it's not your feelings like, mm. it's not what you want to say when I do music I could just literally say whatever I want to say yeah what other things do you like to do in your free time when you have any if you have any <laughs> zero free time uh <laughs> <laughs> i read a lot i read a lot of books mm. I, do you have like what's your favorite type of book to read do you have like a um, genre i've been doing biographies a lot of biographies nice um just because i want to see how other people's lives happened and what i can take from it like my favorite book it's been my favorite book for like three years now. It's like the Quincy Jones biography. Just the things that he did, I'm just like, yo, this is crazy, like, that he had this life, you know? Um, I just think it's crazy. I just like to take, like, little gems from people's lives and mm. try to apply it to mine. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Also, the Beatles. I've been listening to a lot of the Beatles. Sorry. Interesting. <laughs> yes. I know it's very random, but yeah. That is so cool. Do you have a favorite song that's, like, in your head constantly lately? Oh, um, a day in the life. Hard. A day in the mm. life. That's a really good song. Nice. A day in the life in Penny Lane. Okay. All right. Okay. Because I'll go okay. down this road and it'll yeah, yeah. Keep... And then it's just like you grab one <laughs> from everything. That's awesome. Okay. Well, our second game. Let me get my little little. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm clearly not a DJ, but uh, <laughs> I got to practice. Um, so these questions are loosely color coded and we're going to pick randomly what we get and then you get to pick which one you're going to answer first. So let's see. And you can always veto them. Okay. Pink. Pink. Is that your first one? Pink? Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Amazing. Okay. What time do you usually go to sleep? Never. You can't sleep ever. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like 3 a.m. It's bad. 3 a.m. Oh my gosh. And then yeah. you get up my and brain like doesn't... fully yes. do full ballet afterwards. Oh my god. Wow. That's impressive. Imagine what you could do if you slept. I know. I know. It's bad. <laughs> sorry to, sorry to <laughs> blow that up for you, but. <laughs> okay, next color. Um, Let me do blue. Ooh, if you could undo one moment in your life. What would it be? Nothing. I regret nothing. Really? That's great. Yeah. yeah, everything that happens happens for a reason. So, you know. 
Nice. I support it. I support that answer. <laughs> Next color. Orange. What would you eat for your last meal? Dude. Oh my god. Yo. Oh my god. Yo. We were in uh. We were we were in Modesto. We were in Modesto, California, and we were just walking around. And like we saw this food truck and it said best gorditas in town. I'm like, yo, I haven't had gorditas since San Francisco Ballet. Like I was like, yo, I need these gorditas. Damn, we get the gorditas. I'm like, all right, this is cool. Dipping in the sauce. I'm like, this is crazy. It's mad <laughs> cold outside. I'm eating gorditas. Gorditas. That's the answer. Gorditas only. Wow. Only. Okay. <laughs> okay. Last one of these. It's a little deep. What characteristics make a person successful? Um, I think resilience. This is a hard one because it changes yeah. every day. You know, I think uh, <laughs> resilience, uh, having pride in yourself. So pride. Being stubborn to a certain extent, but then being open. <laughs> uh, and just being a good, kind person to everyone that you meet. You know, like everyone, not just the head execs being nice mm. to everybody yeah that's, i think that's it yeah I'm not I think quitting. Those are great. i'm being a quitter yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great <laughs> okay and this question i ask all my guests what brings out your most creative self i think a sense of community i'm trying not to think of the pc answer no go for it <laughs> say um, anything you want <laughs> we can put creative. explicit if you need to use your <laughs> your bad word <laughs> i've been trying so hard not to <laughs> um dang i don't know i think community is great I think, I think that's that's really solid yeah community as in like probably going out in the community and like seeing stuff mm. like going out to like touch something like touch the curb touch like you know go in and like hearing what these sirens sound like in the, in the street and smelling things and eating things and like that brings out like just more ideas than I could ever like think of like experiencing life you mm. know because you, you don't really have much to talk about or do without going out to experience like I went to this uh Shakespeare and Co bookstore so many times and I'm just like Every single time I go there, I'm just like, yo, I love the smells in here because they have like, they make like coffee and, yes. and uh, tea and things like that. I'm just like, yo, this is so sick. Like, and the smells. I think of the a sense of atmosphere, and, oh. not community atmosphere. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I love that. That's a great answer. Yeah, okay. Well, where can everyone find you? Plug everything. Let me get the. Uh, we've got all the different Instagrams. We got everything like going. Love it. Love it. Share everything <laughs> uh, so that people can find what you're up to. You can type. Oh, she changed it. Oh, that was sick. Um, Thank you. That Instagram down there, BLKMF Christ, if you want to hear some bad words. Uh, <laughs> my other one is just A-M-A-R-S-M-A-L-L-S. Or just Google me. You know, you'll see. You'll see some things. Yes, you know? Google. I love um, that. Yeah. Nice. Those are the best ways to yeah, find you. That's yeah. perfect. That's enough yeah. ways. That's a plenty of ways. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely check out everything that he's up to. And if you would like to see what I'm all about, you can always find my personal Instagram, just Haley Grove. Um, and then definitely check out the Dear Dance Pod Instagram um, and subscribe to the podcast on apple spotify wherever podcasts are we should be um and subscribe to the essentially Haley 
YouTube page. And the last thing that I'll plug is the Dear Dance Patreon. We have four awesome patrons, so yay, shout out yeah, to you yeah. guys. Um, and when we get to 100 patrons, I'm going to start the Dancer's Dream grant program, which means I'll be donating $1 per patron every month to a dancer who has a creative project that they need help funding. Um, so that means 100 people, $100. If we have more people, that's more dollars going back into the community and helping people make art and lifting each other up. So if you need to rent studio space because you can't do self-tapes in your apartment for one more day or you want to pay your dancers or get them some snacks or make a music video or rent a theater and put on your own show or produce an album or do literally anything, we can all help each other. There's so many things that we could do. <laughs> so definitely check out all of those things. Um, but yeah, thank you so, so much for being here. This was such a pleasure. I can't wait to hopefully see you in person dancing on that stage, getting goosebumps from your iconic movements and listening to your music and everything. I'm obsessed. Yes. I'll get you comp tickets for season <gasps> in New York. I will literally cry. I will literally cry. You, you have no idea. Oh my god! I got you. You're my best friend. You're mad thank expensive. you so much. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Also, to everyone who's watching, you guys are awesome. Thank you for commenting. We got to give a little shout out to Jake the Snake before we leave. <laughs> I hope he's uh, all right. <laughs> awesome. Well, have a great night, everyone, and we'll see you next week. See ya! Greatest podcast Bye. in the world. Thank you for listening to Dear Dance. If you enjoyed the show, it would mean so much to me if you could share it with a friend. Screenshot the episode and tag me on Instagram at Dear Dance Pod. It's so fun connecting with listeners, so definitely check us out over on Instagram. And if you want a triple platinum superstar award, leave a rating and review on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. This really helps give the show street cred on podcast platforms. Again, thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next week for a new episode of Dear Dance.